Militarily Speaking, Episode 48, United Through Reading. This episode, we talk with Jessica Hall, Vice President, Marketing and Communications with United Through Reading. Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean, and I'm joined by probably one of the best co-hosts in the United States. Wow, I'm, it must be a full moon or a I know. T- total eclipse, or it's I don't even know, both. It's hard to believe it's at the end of January, too. I'm the <laughs> regional military executive for Armed Forces Bank, and Jody is the executive vice president, director of military consumer lending. Yeah, again, welcome to our show. We're excited to have you listening and learning about our guest, Jessica, with United Through Reading. We wanted to tell our audience just a little bit about you, Jessica. None of this will be a surprise, I'm sure. At least I hope not, because that would be I made up some stuff on there when so, I yes. handed it to you. We're going to play three truths and a lie with your bio. Ready? <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can pick out the lie. Just kidding. This is all true, and it's all fabulous, but bear, uh, bear with us, because our audience doesn't know, perhaps. As the Vice President of Marketing and Communications, Jessica strategically leads United Through Reading's marketing and communication efforts. Working with staff, volunteers, strategic partners, and board of trustees, Jessica helps tell the story of United Through Reading in order to grow awareness and participation across both the civilian and military communities. Jessica has over 10 years of experience working in publishing and nonprofits, creating content and managing communication strategies across digital platforms. She holds a master's in digital media from the University of Washington and a bachelor's degree in journalism from New York University. An Army spouse, bless you for that. Yes. Uh, Jessica has volunteered with her unit family readiness groups and base spouses club. She served as a network lead for the Hiring Our Heroes Military Spouse Professional Network at Fort Hood, now Fort Cavazos. Yeah. I was at Fort Hood too. We'll have to compare dates and timelines. <laughs> and is passionate about military spouse employment. As, as we are with the Military yes. Spouse Employment Partnership being a yes. founding member. We do yeah. lots in that space. Yeah. Her family has used United Through Reading to stay connected during deployments, trainings, and while mowing the lawn. She lives in Maryland with her husband and three children. Welcome, Jessica. It's an honor to have you on our show. Thank you for being with us. I'd love to, other than just saying welcome, I'd love to have you just tell our audience a little bit about United Through Reading as a starting point for today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's super fun to be here. And I'd love to tell you more about United Through Reading. So what we do is really simple. We help military-connected families bond and connect every day through reading together. So our mission is to strengthen military families' literacy, emotional bonds, and well-being through the power of reading together every day, no matter the distance. We've done that since 1989. And since then, we've connected over 3 million military family members through the power of shared story time. Wow. That's a big number. We have a number of programs that do that. And so we can go into that as, as we keep talking today. But we're all about just helping your family set up your daily reading routine and then making sure that you can continue that habit as the military throws everything at you as they do. And the kitchen sink, right? So do you and had, the kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, you had curveballs in your military career just with your few, spouse. Just yeah. a few. Yeah. It's, it's hard enough to keep the reading habit in place when everybody's under the same roof, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Jessica, we introduced it as episode 48, and I was thinking there's 45,000 nonprofits serving military communities around this great country of ours. And we, we kind of stumbled across, Jody stumbled across your organization, and 
the power of marketing, right? The power of social media, the power of advertising, the power of being on Fox and Friends and all these different things that you've done to promote. But your organization has been around for 35 years. But when Jody sent me uh, information about your wonderful organization, it was the first time I had heard of you. So it's one of those hidden gems, right? That serves the military community. And I have to believe that based on your background and experience in marketing communications that you probably think 24-7 about how am I going to promote this, right? Mm. How am I going to market this program? I've got something I want to tell everybody, but what do I do about it? So how do you let people know what are some of the ways that you want to get the word out there? Beside the podcast, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we do things like this. I mean, that's important, right? And people join the military every single day, right? There's men and women raising their hand up and committing themselves to a few years of service every single day. So there's always new people to tell about our mission and how we can support their family as they embark on a career in the military, whether it's for three years or 20 years or 30 years. And the cool thing about us is that we also serve them beyond their military service. So our programs are open to veterans and retirees, National Guard, reservists, doesn't matter. They're their duty status. And so we come on podcasts like this. We talk to people like you. We, like you mentioned, we were on Fox. We were very fortunate to be on Fox and Friends during their 12 Days of Giving. We've done that for a few years now. So we're always reaching new people through that. We're very active on social media. And then we have an incredible staff at United Through Reading. They are primarily military spouses and veterans, and they are going out into their local communities and going to events, going to FRG meetings, um, talking to the ombudsman in Navy communities. We have volunteers that do the same thing. They're always looking for opportunities to go out and finding those partnerships or those ways that we can go and talk to people and tell them about our program and get them signed up to, we have a free app, which we can talk about a little bit more so they can start using our program right away. So it's it's all those traditional marketing and and communication ways to get out there and I think the most powerful will always be word of mouth. So yeah. we're always talking to as many people as we can. But even even during back to school season, right? When you're working with Operation Homefront with the yeah. back to school brigade and and certainly we do things at Fort Leavenworth too and we do the backpack buddies program and We'll do book drives like at McCord Air Force Base Mm -hmm. or Nellis Air Force Base. And certainly that's probably something we talk about off topic, but certainly there's something that we do in 2024 with your organization to help you in any type of endeavor that's going to get the word out there for you, but also maybe uh, add to your inventory or your library of books too. Yeah, we would love to continue that conversation after this. And and we love partnering with folks like Operation Homefront. We've been, Mm. what we do with them For instance, the Back to School Brigade will supply books and a postcard about how to use United Through Reading. I'm going to be going to one of their baby showers here at Fort Meade soon and making sure all those new parents get a board book to start their home library. So we we go to things like that all the time, and we love partnering with organizations in this space because that's how you have the most reach. I think my favorite board book with my kids was Goodnight Moon. I know. I We should ask uh, Jessica, what's your favorite all-time kids book? Oh, gosh. I do love Goodnight Moon, but it's probably not my yes. favorite. Oh, gosh. Well, so I really like Wink and Blink and a Nod. It's a, it's a poem, but it's a little sentimental. I have a version of that book from my childhood that I get to read 
to my kids, which is really fun. That's cool. We read a lot of like Dragons Love Tacos and the book with the oh. pictures in my house too, which are really <gasps> I mean, like everybody books. everybody loves tacos though. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Dragons. Uh, the Llama Llama series. Yes. I, I don't know. I have so many favorites. It's hard to pick. Llama Llama's good. Llama Llama Red Pajama. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you a copy of that. I'll read it to Thanks, you later, Jessica. Tom, over lunch. Yeah. It'll be fine. I'll just stick with green <laughs> eggs and ham. All right. So go ahead. <laughs> yes. So other than Llama Llama Red Pajama, I want to... I want to have a chance for you to talk about your website is full of resources. And what's our website? It is www.unitedthroughreading.org. And through is spelled out T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Yeah. It's not the abbreviated version. of. And when you the- type it, it's with a capital T, which is... Yes, so right. unitedthroughreading.org. But tell our audience about some of the programs they'll find on there. And you can pick and choose. You can talk about all of them. Some that caught our attention, Operation Storytime, the Read Aloud Activity Calendar, reading trackers. I know we would have benefited from any and all of those as a family. Like I said earlier, even when we were all sort of under the same roof <laughs> at yeah. any yeah. one time to kind of right? keep us focused on reading as important when life gets crazy. Yeah. So I think the first one I want to highlight is our app. So we have a free app. You can download it to any of your mobile devices. It's available on iOS, Android, and Amazon. And that is how you can start recording and saving and sharing your stories with your family right now. We use ID.me to verify your military affiliation. Yep. And you log in, you get started, and you go from there. You can pick from an ebook that's already loaded on there, or you can pick a book off of your bookshelf, or you can request a free book from us and we will send it to you for free. Everything we do is free for our military families. And veteran families. So that's the first thing. You can download our app. I'll give you a tip with our website. You can also do utr.org slash app to get right to it. So you don't have to type out. That's easier, right? Yeah. Yes. And little little marketing tip you gather. You get all those different URLs and <laughs> yes, you direct no, them. No spelling involved. I like it. And more acronyms <laughs> in the military. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. And then... We do also have a ton of resources, like you mentioned. Our newest one, we just released three new reading trackers, depending on the age of your kid. So our program is also available for kids no matter how old. So zero to 18, we have the baby board books like we were talking about. And then we also have chapter books for those older readers. Oh, wow. It's really important to keep reading with your family, even when your kid knows how to read. So I have a seven-year-old. She loves reading. Like, I have to stop her from reading in the morning (laughs) so she gets dressed to go to school. (laughs) It's a good problem to have. Right. But we still read aloud with her, even though she can read on her own. Because especially as they're emerging readers, they'll pick. You can read a more difficult book and have those conversations about vocabulary and new words Mm -hmm. or more reading comprehension as they keep reading. So. The cool thing with our reading trackers is that we have a simple one where you can just color in as you read a book. We have ones where you can write the titles as you go. And then Uh there's one where you can kind of do a little mini book report. Write your favorite quote from the book. What? Who's your favorite character? And so that way you can meet your kid where they're at. But you can also, we talked about being busy parents with kids. Mm -hmm. If all you have time for is to just color in a book as you finish a book. It's perfect, right? Yeah, you're just, right? it's just a visual way to see what you're doing, what you're reading, talk about what you read. So you can pick and choose what makes sense for your family, for your kids, where they're at. Yep, love that. And yeah, if you go to our resources page on the website, 
you'll find other ways to incorporate reading into your daily life. So we have an activity calendar, which takes a couple books and then gives you ideas of activities that relate back to those books. And those are really good for the younger age kids. We also have some handouts about why it's important to keep reading with your kids and ways to, you know, questions to ask. You're going to ask a teenage reader a lot of different questions than you're going to ask a toddler as you're reading to them. So kind of scaling that to to the age group or the reading level of your kid. We've also done a podcast. It's a limited series, but there's some really great interviews that you can listen to to get some more tips on why it's important to read and some of the cool things that we do at United Reading as well. I love that. And if they're reading their faces in, t- in their phone, <laughs> scrolling well, mindlessly. Not, uh, well, unless they're reading it, the book on their phone. Well, they're not. Right? Or at kin- my house, they're Kindle. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's old school, right, Jessica? Go back yeah. to the hardback There's books. There's something or the about holding a book, books. the smell yeah. of the book. Yeah. The yeah. B- and that's why we always give a free book with every recording that you make, is because, especially as you're learning to read, there's just something about that tactile that makes mm-hmm. it a lot easier. As yeah, they get older, sure, grab the Kindle and get and get those ebooks to keep going on the go. But personally, I'm a physical book person. I, I tried to Kindle, it didn't work out for me. But I have friends that love it and they that's how they read. But especially for the little kids, they need that tactile thing. And what's cool is when you use our app, you get the book and the recording and you the kids follow along, right? So they're they're turning the pages as you turn as their service member on the video. It's turning the pages and reading to them. So it's just like you're there. Yeah. I think tactile is my new favorite word now. Is Instead it? of plethora. You're going to use it a lot today? Yeah. Perfect. I'm going to avoid you all day long. I'll have to use it in a sentence at least once today, okay? <laughs> By the way, speaking of books, I'm going to go off topic a little bit. So what's the last book you actually read, Jody? Because mm. my wife is, uh, my wife and one of my daughters, they read between 45 and 60 books a year. Wow. That's a lot. That's like me going to 33 concerts in a year, right? Yeah. 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 Do you know the last book you read? I'm proud of myself because it was the first full book I read. It was, I shouldn't say it, uh, Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. Oh, you read like, like. Yeah, but normally I'm Stephen King or John Grisham. I read or Atomic Dean Habits. Kuntz. Which one? Atomic Habits. Okay. Oh, is that like business stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So Jody's boring me. Let's go back to Jessica. <laughs> you asked. So, I know. <laughs> Maybe you should read it. So the <laughs> the Reader's Digest Foundation supports your organization. That was pretty cool yes. to see out there. And you also have Armed Services, YMCA, AUSA, Military Child Education Coalition, MFAN, Military Family Advisory Network. There's a lot of like-minded nonprofit organizations with with whom we've had interactions and conversations and support in podcast episodes with all those wonderful organizations. So talk a little bit about those partnerships or how other companies can step up and help you? Because, I mean, you need money, right? Especially when it comes to the recording stations or the books or donations, things that will help you thrive in what you do to help families. So talk about the partnerships or how people can reach out to you. Yeah. So we're a nonprofit. So we rely on the generous donations of corporations, individuals, foundations, to keep us going every day and connect our military family members through reading. Right now, some of our major donors, Reader's Digest Foundation, BAE Systems, Dollar General Literacy Foundation, Gillette, Carter's, 
they're all partners that we've had for a very long time and are supporting us in our work in a variety of ways. And so if you're interested in giving, just $25 helps support one military family staying connected through reading. And you can do that on our website at utr.org slash give. If you are partner organization, like some of those you list off, Operation Homefront, MFAN, any of those, we work with them. Like I said, we go, we work with Operation Homefront to give away books at their events and information about our program. And so we love doing things like that. You can always reach out to us and see if, you know, do we have a staff or volunteer in your community to come to one of your events? Or if you're an individual, do you want to host a virtual book drive? Or do you, we have volunteer opportunities as well that you can just share our information on social media. We send you an email once a month with the image and the text and you just copy paste and post it. And that's a really easy way to get involved as well. So whether it's as simple as just sharing us, talking about us or becoming one of our donors, there's a lot of ways you can get involved and, and partner with us and we're always open to those conversations and you can shoot us an email. There's a contact form on our website and that's probably the fastest way to reach us. Oh, there is a form out there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm picking up all these short URLs. We got utr.org slash app, utr.org slash give. I want to make sure that we capture them all. I know. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Much easier to spell. <laughs> so I'm liking it. I'm writing them all down. What, so if someone were to reach out and ask you about why they should be involved, what's your what's your elevator pitch, if you will, for what's the value prop of United Through Reading and the role you play in the lives of military families? I mean, I, th- I think it's intuitive for me as part of a military yeah. family, but for somebody that it. hasn't lived that, lived that life and doesn't maybe appreciate it fully, how would you describe that space that you fill? Yeah, so we can go back to why United Reading was founded. We were founded literally on the piers of San Diego with VHS camera, if you remember those. Uh, And and, and beta. And beta. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And we recorded sailors and Marines getting on carriers heading out to sea. And we handed their families the VHS tape and the book to read along to keep their families connected while they were away on a deployment. And that's how we started, right? To just keep those family connections going. I think we were talking about Goodnight Moon and all of our favorite board books that we remember reading as our parents read to us. And then now we read to our kids. And that read aloud moment with your children creates a connection. And it's an emotional bond. And so we're helping maintain those emotional bonds and create those. Now, the other flip side of that is that Reading daily helps kids build strong reading skills and it improves their educational outcomes. So not only are you building your relationship with the child in your life, but you're also setting them up to be successful in school and in their future career. And so it's a twofold thing why we do what we do. First and foremost, we want to make sure our military families stay connected. We want to make sure that they have that tool in their tool belt. Like you said in your bio, like my family has personally used United through reading when my husband been deployed to Kuwait and my daughter was one year old. Mm -hmm. And now we use it. I mean, he's literally been mowing the lawn outside of my own house and my kids want (laughs) their dad and they want him now. And so I put on the video recording and we've used it when we've been apart for all the different trainings that the army sends him on or trips or whatever, because Kids don't understand that 
one day late at the office or nine months, they're both terrible for them, right? They want right. to be with their service member. And so we're creating those connections. You know, 1989, you didn't have FaceTime. We have FaceTime now. But when my husband's able to FaceTime is not when my kids are available to right. FaceTime. <laughs> right. Nine times out of 10. And so this is mom or dad on demand or aunt uncle. It's open to, you know, you can read to your nieces, your nephews, your godchildren on our app. You know, you can have that moment when your kid wants that moment, which I think is really important because we can't always have that with military life just being as fluid as it is. For our Navy sailors, they don't have Wi-Fi on ships. They're starting to get Wi-Fi on some of those big carriers, but it's not a great connection. I mean, my husband had Wi-Fi on his last deployment, but, you know, it was spotty. It was always at the worst time of day. Like someone... Like my kid was either having a meltdown or we were eating or it was nap time or whatever. And so this way they get that solid connection point. The service member feels like they're still part of the day at home. They're still part of that routine and, you know, still use FaceTime when you can use FaceTime or Skype or whatever your family uses nowadays. But WhatsApp, (laughs) But this is just a way to have something the moment that you need it. Because inevitably, the moment your kid wants that parent that's away is when they are so not available to talk. Exactly. Exactly. She mentioned meltdowns and nap time. I was thinking of you right away. She mentioned that earlier. Like of me personally yeah. or my children? The, the, <laughs> just with the meltdowns. So That's in the afternoons, Tom. The, it's still morning. But And you, and you got your coffee. So I know. My coffee's empty. In the right It could direction. happen any minute. So we talked about donations on the website. Jody talked about the acronyms and donating money. We talked about those partnerships, those nonprofits that are working to support you and your initiatives over the years. But is there anything people individually can do? Because you've got recording sites, right? You've got yeah. Probably you got to keep track of inventory. There's, I mean, there's people that you have employed through your organization that do the, some of that work too. But are there individual volunteer feel good activities that can be done by oh, people totally. that just want to give back? Yeah, so we have a number of ways that you can volunteer with United Reading. So that first one is, like I mentioned, we have you can, as simple as just posting on social media. We give you the stuff that you need to post, or you can just repost us. But you can get signed up that way. We also have volunteers that do attend events on behalf of United Through Reading. We go to Yellow Ribbon events a lot. Those are We have now reached every single state and a number of territories as well through yellow ribbon events jessica do you have an events calendar on the website too that will give dates on certain things or that they just need to reach out for things like volunteering at an event we don't post those on our website those aren't always our events to share publicly something like a yellow ribbon event is preparing a national guard or reserve unit to deploy and that's not we're going to follow operation security and not post that publicly. But we do attend those events as a volunteer and we send those out to our volunteer list like, hey, you're in Missouri. We have an event in Missouri. Can you attend and give out books and share United through reading? So that's one way that we do it. We provide all the training and give you all the information and materials materials that you need to do that. And then we also have over 200 recording sites around the world embedded in military units or at community centers such as like armed services YMCA locations. And so if you're an active duty member or 
maybe you serve as an ombudsman or an FRG leader, SFRG leader. They changed the acronym on me recently. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can reach out to us and we can talk about setting up a site within your command as well so that United's Reading is with all those service members as they go, which is really cool. So if you go to our website and click volunteers, there's a volunteer interest form and you can fill it out and, and get started on all the ways to to support us. We do have events. We mainly post like an upcoming event we have. If you're in San Diego, we're going to be at Military Appreciation Night with the San Diego Soccers, which is an indoor soccer team. And there's some, you can buy tickets and it supports us at the same time. And we do an, an annual fundraiser every year. More to come on that. It's still in the planning stages, but oh, that stuff yeah. does get posted on our website as well and on our email list. So no breaking news at this point. Is that what you're saying? I don't have any breaking news to publicly share. We won't be no. able to use our breaking news noise. Dang <laughs> it. <laughs> Put it back in the holster. Back to Fox and Friends when it does that, right? <laughs> yes, so, yes, yes. Now she'll come here and break it first, I'm if sure. You, if you do anything with the San Diego Padres, I'm gonna make sure you invite me, okay? Yes. All right, yeah. We've definitely gone to Padres games before. It's It's fun. We have a mobile story station in San Diego. It's like a recording van on wheels. We have one on the East Coast as well. But we've taken the story station, the mobile story station to Padres game. But it's a super cool, like, tricked out van. You could operate the tricked out van. <laughs> they wouldn't. Yeah, we bring it. We bring it right up to like the unit and or the event. And the service members come and can close the door and make their recordings stay up, walk uh, away with the book and we upload their video for them. How many of those mobiles do you have? That are out there. We have two. So we have one that's in Southern California in San Diego. And then we have an East Coast one that kind of travels around the East Coast. It goes between like DC and, and Florida, depending on where we have events. It spends a lot of time at Fort Liberty in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. She's got the she's got the right name, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. She, I'm she, getting she got the, you got that email, right? Artist, you know yes. what that is. The ar- yeah. Artist formerly <laughs> yeah. known as Fort Bragg. Yeah. And then the DC area. And it's also been in like Jacksonville and that part of Florida. So more to come. Those events as we have those, we do post those on our website and they're on our social media. So just be sure to follow us and then you'll hear about them. Yeah. Very good. But I heard it not too was get on their mailing list. Go to the website, get yeah. on the mailing list. That way you're in the know. Yeah. I love stories and you've shared some with us and shared about your own personal life. Is there anyone that's just sort of struck you over time that I bet you have thousands, but one that has sort of just stuck with you as this is why I'm doing this and this is why this is important. Yeah, for five and a half years, she's been doing this, right? I know. At the organization and 35 years that they've been doing it collectively. Yeah, is so. there one you'd bless us with? Yeah, I think the one that always stands out to me was there's a, a single mom. She's a Navy sailor, but she had to leave her her son, who was about a year old at the time, at home with her mom while she was deployed. It was a round-the-world cruise, so they were mm. changing their home port from Virginia to San Diego. The deployment kept getting extended, and she was away from her son for over a year between the trainings and all of that. But what she did throughout the entire time she was gone was she sent home recordings through United Through Reading. And he watched them with his grandma every night. And when she, and this is the deployment wrapped up near the end of the spring of 2020. I don't remember if you, I don't know if you remember 2020, but in the spring of 2020. It was a fog with COVID, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. So COVID hit and then she couldn't travel to go see him Mm. because he was 
with her mom across the country. And so when she was finally able to go see him and bring him home, you know, she gets in the car after being picked up from the airport and he turns to her and goes, hi, mama. And after a year away, he knows exactly who his mom is. And he was about two at that point when she got home. And so that's why we do what we do. This little boy knows his mom because of United Through Reading. That's crazy. At that age, I couldn't imagine being away from my kid for the day at daycare, let alone for a year. No. Mm. Well, she said it, Jessica, you've always talked about the connection, right? The bond. The, yeah. We always have that bridge. Yeah, that's time you don't and, get back. So. Yeah. That's important. Well said. So we've talked about different different things about volunteer and different events you have and, and this this cool vehicle that I'm going to drive one day that goes <laughs> goes around the country. But are there any... You talked about upcoming events or are there recurring events that take place that you don't want to, I don't want you to spoil, do a spoiler alert for what's coming or what you're planning, but do you have recurring calendar events that people can keep mentally or write down on their calendars? Every year we do have a big event in San Diego. It's called Storybook Ball and that's a fundraiser and we celebrate all of our military families as well at that. That's a big one. What part of the, what time of the year is that? It's in the fall. Okay. And then- As far as recording events or anything like that, we just encourage people to start using the app and then reach out to us if they have events because things are always in motion at our military bases with trainings and deployments. You know, it's not like we do something all the time at those places. We really serve our families how um, in their community where they are, where they're at. Definitely look for us at Operation Homefront events. We're doing a bunch of those this year. Hopefully I can get some of those loaded on our website as they are finalized. And just look at us, look for us at community events that, you know, if we're not there, reach out to us and and we'll see if we can support it next time. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. I also want to just note for our audience that it's it's obvious and we can see evidence that you guys have been acknowledged and you've received all kinds of wonderful awards and recognition. We always look at the Charity Navigator site. And, and yeah, yeah, that's kind of one barometer of how, how we evaluate folks that we have on as guests and four stars recognition for you. Kudos. That's a sign that you're doing it right. Is there is there any of those awards and accolades that jump out to you that when you receive them, I know it's not about that probably for you, but it's it's just sort of that external validation that says, you know what, that's somebody that that is is saying out loud to those that matter in our community that we are doing it right. We're we're doing this for the military families, the veteran families. Yeah. So you're right. So we are really honored to have the four star rating from Charity Navigator from GuideStar, which is a similar organization. We are a platinum participant. So those just say that what we're doing every day is in mission for our military families. We're using our money in ways to support our programs. So those are, you know, I always tell people when they're looking for a nonprofit to support, go check out their GuideStar and their Charity Navigator ratings, because that's how you can kind of tell how they're doing. So we're, we work really hard to, to keep those and, and to do, do right by our funders. But outside of that, of two awards we've received in the last about 10 years that we're all really proud of at United Reading is one is the Community Service Hero Award from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society. When they established that award, we were the first recipients of oh, it. Wow. Yeah. And so 
that award recognizes those that are supporting our military community, right? We're doing something to support our military community. And I think it's an immense honor to be recognized by a group that has gone above and beyond in their own service. Definitely. So that's a big one for us. And then we've also received the American Prize of the Library of Congress's Literacy Awards Program. And that's an award for those that are making a significant contribution to literacy throughout the United States and raising the importance of literacy. Mm-hmm. So for us, that's an important recognition as well that we're just doing great work in the reading yeah. and literacy space. It's interesting. Those two awards highlight the two pieces of why you said you're doing what you do. The I one know. is in support of the military families. Yeah. It's true. And the other is in support of making sure that we've got good readers in our kiddos. Yeah. Well done. don't know if you did that on purpose, but well done. Well, I think I, You know, I didn't, but... Just happens that way. If I were you, I would say I did it on purpose. <laughs> I totally highlighted only the things. You know, you know we would. I yeah. would have said yes. Of course, I did. Can we get Can we get behind the curtain a little bit for Jessica? Sure. We can always edit things if you don't like what I say. But <laughs> so you visited you visited the West Wing recently, the Oval Office, right? I did. Yeah, that was really cool. I, as a military family, you move all the time, and one of the things that our family tries to do is take advantage of where we live and see the cool things that you can see where you are, make the most of it. So through a connection, we were able to get a West Wing tour from someone that works in the executive branch, which was awesome. Geeked out a little bit there. (laughs) And Jessica, that connection is who? Nope. (laughs) You don't have to answer any of Tom's weird questions. Phone number is 555. (laughs) Area code 202. And then- you're also passionate about the Girl Scouts, right? You've got a connection yes. there. But I have one question for you about the Girl Scouts. <laughs> okay. it, always comes, it always comes back to the cookies, right? It always comes back to you is what it always <laughs> comes back to. It's to be clear. Season. I want to know how I get a lifetime supply of peanut butter patties. I think you got to find a, I would f- say, find a local troop to you and support those local girls, those local entrepreneurs, and place just a, the biggest standing order for every cookie season. All right. So I checked that box, Jessica. I do that every year because people now find me because they know how much I, how many boxes I buy. Yeah. But I, that's, that's not the answer I wanted to hear. I just want, I want a free lifetime supply of peanut butter That's not the point just of the fund. To- it's a fundraiser, Tom, that implies funds oh. are involved. Okay. <laughs> I think you might need to take that up with the the CEO of Girl Scouts of America. I don't tell him that because that's, that's when he's been the rest. He'll spend the rest of the day trying to find him. It's not a it's not a weight raiser. It's a fundraiser. Is <laughs> yes. that what you're okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. But no, I volunteer with my my oldest joined Girl Scouts in kindergarten. So two years ago now, and I got to lead her troop last year. Oh wow! And we love cookie season. Good for you. That would scare me to death. That would scare me to death to do that. <laughs> Every day is cookie season. But yeah, so you, again, your history, you blog, you speak publicly, mm-hmm. you're a storyteller, you do podcasting, you write newsletters. By the way, you speak Italian. Is that right? It's a tiny bit. Un po'. Not, you, did you just <laughs> speak Italian? That's more than I speak. Do, yeah. Cert- certified fluent. <laughs> I, I studied Italian in college, but I have lost a lot of it over time. All right. Say, say how much you like being here today in Italian. <laughs> oh, I don't think I can do that. To say, be totally right, say, honest. say one through one through five in Italian. Can you do numbers? Oh yeah. Are they in Italian? 
Can numbers well, be? Due, tray. Oh. Let's go with Cinque that. Yeah. is five. Okay. What do you mean, can numbers be in Italian? You don't think Italian people count? Or like, <laughs> you need to move on. Do you know the 4th of July is are in there? Yeah, are you done? Okay. <laughs> now, uh, and you were the male spouse social media manager. You worked with Fort Knox spouses and community club. You think I stalk people? She has been around the country, right, at different locations where we have armed forces bank. So did you know, what, were you at Fort Knox, Jessica? I was. Yeah, we lived there for two years. What year? Yeah, we were there too, or my husband was there. 2019 to 2021. Did yeah. you visit Armed Forces Bank on post? I've driven through their parking lot. <laughs> Never ask a question you don't know the answer to, Tom. Right. But it's all about brand awareness, right? Building yep. your brand. I think I think there was a UPS Dropbox in your parking lot. There was. Good. <laughs> I, I think, think my right. husband was there at the same time. I'll have to check. He retired out of Fort Knox. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were there for for two years. It was yeah. it was fun. It was COVID, but it was it was a good spot to be. Oh, it might have been right after him then, because I think he was he was home for COVID. So yeah, no, he yeah he retired right before that. I think maybe. But y'all y'all talk about you're hiring our heroes past and mm-hmm. for, for Cavazos, and so I just want you to list the places that you've lived. That's a sim- <laughs> that's a simple thing, right? In Italian, oh, yeah, in <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Isn't Cavazos Italian or is that something I, else? No, I don't think. No, so. it is not. That's right. <laughs> So we've been at Fort Huachuca twice. Okay, so we're there. I'll I'll fact check you, right? Did you know we were there at Fort Huachuca? No. Okay, keep going. Joint Base Lewis <laughs> McCord. We're there. Probably saw it. I won't lie. Uh, Fort Cavazos. It was right. hood at the time, but Cavazos. Fort Knox. Then my husband went to grad school in Northern California, so we weren't associated with a base for that period of time, but we were in the San Francisco area. And then now we're at Fort Meade. With any future moves down the road? Or are you there for a while? I mean, likely. Yeah. Never say never, right? My yeah. husband <laughs> has about five years left until he can retire. So we anticipate there would be at least one more move in there. Oh, yeah. You're good for at least one, maybe two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So I, I think as all, like all military families, you try to do what you can to stay at one place for longer, as long as you can. Mm-hmm. But the army always has their own ideas on what what's best for the service yes. members. So, you know, we'll we'll see. I think we'd like to stay here for for a few extra years if we can. But I'm can't put that out in the universe too loudly because they'll send right. me somewhere I don't want to go. You'll jinx it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fort I will Meade. jinx it. So Fort Meade is your one, two, and three on your wish list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but we're we're at Fort Meade right now, which is it's been great for our family we're we're loving it so far but like i said earlier we try to make the most of wherever we live so it's always great that's good sounds like it that's good well i just want to give you a chance as we wind down our conversation is there anything that between tom's weird ramblings and our our thoughtful questions that we (laughs) that we my thoughtful questions tom's weird ramblings that we haven't thought to ask you about the organization that you'd like to share with our audience I think the one other thing to point out is I talked a little bit about how we have books from zero to 18, but we list most of those, all those books on our website that we have available or that we recommend. And you can find all those on our website. There's a, a tab called, you click book list. We have over 400 books on that list. They encompass any type of feeling, subject matter, reading level that you can imagine. We really pride ourselves in having a diverse and 
just well-rounded book list. So we hope that there's a book that you can find that your family will enjoy on that list. If not, you can, there is a book suggestion form, but I think you'll find something that you'll love there. And if you're ever looking for suggestions, we have categories so you can search it and really look for what you want to read to your family. So we really put the power in you to pick the best book for for your family. Excellent. Excellent. So we'll be at unitedthroughreading.org on the book list tab. There's a volunteer tab. I've got utr.org slash app to get the app and utr.org slash give. Yeah. Got them all all down. Yeah. I did. I wrote them all down. My memory like an elephant. Don't comment, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when we were, remember when we were growing up, Jody? I mean, I was. I remember when I was growing up. We have a generation gap between the two of us, but. Remember when reading is fundamental used to be all that yes. thing on TV, and then I, I learned- was more in the reading rainbow generation. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, and the Pizza Hut reading generation. Yes, yes, yes. Boy, we're going down memory lane, and then but I learned on the Electric Company and Sesame Street, yes. and and then when I was watching Blue's Clues with my kids, right, mm-hmm. I just got a letter. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's so many different ways to read, and it, and I'm not going to talk to you about your favorite books unless you want to say what your favorite book is again, but. That's it's hard to pick. Yeah. I know. <laughs> she did give us one, though. There are so I, many books published throughout the year that you'll never run out of books. That's the bottom. No, one. it's it's great. There's always something there to read. And there's always, even, even Jimmy Fallon, right? He comes out with these kids' books, right? Everybody's got kids' books that they're writing. You should so. write a kids' book. Be weird. I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> you should write it. Nobody buy it. Wouldn't be available for sale. Then, yeah. <laughs> give it away. You could give it away. I'd have to give it away. Yeah. yeah. So with that, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today and giving us your time. We do want to beg you for just a couple more minutes so that we can play Military Minute. We will Go hustle, for it. hustle through it. On our last podcast, we had a Military Minute question about the Purple Heart, and we wanted to know if our audience knew what the original name of the Purple Heart Award was. Jessica, you can answer. You this can answer you know this it. one if you know. We don't I have put no you- idea. <laughs> I didn't know it had a different name. See, technical difficulties. She actually answered the question correctly, but we we bleeped her. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give her credit for it because we had such a hard time getting started today. But so, if you were in our audience and when that podcast dropped, if you answered badge of military merit, you are correct. And so, watch for your name. And if you are selected, you will be the lucky winner of fifty dollars for you. And $50 for a charity of your choice. And I think we heard that utr.org slash give will be an awesome place to spend that $50 today. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And this week's Military Minute, you cannot answer this one. So everybody everybody be quiet after I ask. Takes us to a question about authors. (laughs) I had to think for a second. This is hard. I'm out of coffee. Make up the question. I I only have one cup of coffee. Who is the most famous author of children's books with over 300 million copies sold? It's not who I thought it would be. You know what everybody's probably going to say is like Dr. Seuss, right? Well, that's who I thought it would be. And now you just probably took the legs out from under everybody's guess by saying that. But now they only have to do a third. So y'all are going to have to work for this one. Go get Google and activate because when this podcast (laughs) drops, you're going to need to find. So the question again, who is the most famous author of children's books with over 300 million copies sold? So if you know the answer when the podcast drops, make sure you comment. And then if you are selected, if you're correct, you too could win $50 for yourself or $50 for a charity of your choice. You're getting pretty good at this. I am. I'm, I could be like a game show host. I could like be the next Price is Right person. 
You do. You have that two o'clock radio. Like we could play Plinko. Right? Two o'clock in the morning. You could do infomercials. I and could. All that too. I could yeah. do. I could be Delilah. Oh, <laughs> Delilah. I don't really have. I have more like a grading voice. I'm not really like a Delilah kind of voice. So we're going to thank Jessica, but I also want to say, and we can make some more comments after this. But if you enjoyed today's episode as much as Jessica did, go out to <laughs> afbank.com and subscribe to the show. Also, make sure to rate us, leave us a comment. Even if it's negative about Jody on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcast or Spotify, and we're on YouTube. You're you're a social media, right? You're you're you go through all possible platforms out there. So we we're trying to do the same with us because our biggest challenge is brand awareness. However, I understand that you went to the Navy Federal Credit Union headquarters. Is that right? I have been to their headquarters. Yes, we did an employee engagement with them. Now we have to invite you to the Armed Forces Bank. We would love to come and do an employee engagement with you. We, we bring all sorts of stuff and you do a volunteer project with your coworkers. It's a fun day to not do work for 30 minutes to an hour, however long you have. We have all day. <laughs> you could be here for a week, honestly. We'll invite her to Fort Leavenworth, our headquarters, <laughs> in like January, even though she's been at Fort Meade Ooh. and she knows weather can change. No, a little we should bit, invite her so. when it's nice out. All right. It's so like the summer, spring or summer. Okay. Well, thank you, Jessica. It was thank a pleasure you. to meet you. It was just a joy to learn about your organization today. Thanks for having me, and it was super fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank-owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the Militarily Speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.